0: welcome to another episode of tea time at physio x and today we have a special guest Shazi Senan. did i say that right yeah
1: you actually said it perfectly Perfect. See, i feel like i could never change my name because it sounds nice
0: like it sounds it just rolls name. on so <laughs> well all right so is an eft practitioner and we'll explain what that is in just a moment she will be at physio x next Thursday. Uh, November 16th at 6 30 to host a class exclusive for our PhysioX members and community. So hope to see you guys there and we can do this whole thing with Chelsea. Yeah. All right. Well, first of all, what is EFT?
1: So EFT stands for emotional freedom technique. And basically what it means is that you are, you know, tapping on a different meridian point. So it's based off like the acupressure points in your body. So you're tapping upon different parts of your face your body and it basically just disrupts the energetic flow in your body so you know how like not to get all super sciency but mm-hmm. um you know how sometimes like your the signals are being sent to your brain and you have like neural pathways and so when you're tapping upon the different points which is like you know this point or your head or your eyebrow it basically disrupts the energetic flow and it re-signals to your brain to kind of break the neural, neural pathways and create new ones so mm. you know for example if I'm feeling stressed out and I'm feeling you know sometimes you feel it literally in your body and you want to release it tapping upon the points helps disrupts that flow and helps sends a new message to your brain like hey you're not feeling fine you're feeling imbalanced and so it's time to disrupt that and create new pathways that way you feel better
0: mm. now when you say meridians um that's more like eastern yes, type medicine it right? is yes so I mean how did you get get into that realm to begin with
1: yeah so I think honestly, like Western medicine wasn't working out for me. You know, it's very, um, you know, obviously I've tried it all. And so when I, so originally how I got into EFT was just me going through, you know, what I went through in my past. And I'm just, I was just trying to like reframe how I saw things. So I have a lot of like conditioned old thoughts and beliefs about myself, whether it's my low confidence levels, um, based on like, you know, my poverty levels growing up or like living in domestic violence shelters and, you know, relying on government food stamps and just, you know, having a single mother, for example, all those, you know, things really played a role in my upbringing. And so it affected how I saw myself, how I acted with people. And so I had very like low confidence levels, high stress levels, very overachieving. So I feel like I needed to overcompensate for, you know, thinking that I was, you know, having lack of, you know, so not feeling like I was good enough. And so, and I went to you know, therapy and it was fine, it worked out. But then I also started seeing like, you know, people always hear and you know, always say, hey, like work on affirmations, yada, yada, yada. But it's very surface level to me, you know, just saying mm. like, if I look in the mirror and say like, you know, I'm great, I'm smart, I'm confident. Mm. I feel like you're- I
0: always feel awkward doing it's, stuff like that. It is that.
1: awkward because then like, mm. you're just like, oh, like, hey, like you're great. But like, you don't actually believe it. You're just saying the words mm. and you're hoping that maybe one day you believe it which, you know, it's a good start for like, you know, anyone to start practicing being kind to himself. It's always a good idea. Mm. But I think for me, it was like, my brain didn't believe it. And so my body was still stuck in the same state that I was previously. So like, mm. if I'm saying I'm feeling great, I'm confident, but my body literally felt the same way when I was not feeling confident, for example, mm. my brain won't get the memo. Like you, I feel like you have to give your brain sort of like a roadmap, like a GPS signal, you know, like, mm-hmm. hey, like, just so you know, like, we are yeah. changing how we feel about ourselves. You have
0: to believe it. If you have to If literally. you don't believe it, the nervous system is really not going to want to create any yes. changes because it's like, oh, I know you're lying. So. Yeah, literally, <laughs> I
1: know you're lying, so why are you telling me? So I did that for the longest, like, I'm great, I'm smart, like, this is great. But I didn't believe it, even though I tried so hard to believe it. And so I found EFT, I'm not even sure how I stumbled upon it, Um I think I was just like Googling random things to like try and get into, you know, how like you sometimes Google new techniques. And so I found EFT on YouTube and I was really intrigued. I started tapping on different things and my mom and I did it together. So my mom has a lot of like chronic pain, for example. And so mine was more, you know, how I felt about myself. And my mom did it more for her chronic pain and Mm -hmm. her stress and a lot of stored emotions and like, you know, pain that she was feeling based on her past. And so we did it together. It was a really nice, like bonding moment, I want to say, to kind of like do it together. And at first it was kind of weird, like you know, my mom has always been into Eastern medicine. She would always go, like in growing up in LA, we would go to Chinatown. She would drink, like any like herbal teas and drinks. And I used to judge her. I'm like, mom, like how does drinking this make you feel better? You know, like just me being, judgy in the beginning. Um, but she was always been like super into Eastern medicine. That's her vibe. And every solution that I. You know, was looking for help with. She would just give me like eastern Med- medicine solutions. And so doing EFT tapping was really great cause I feel like, you know, it had, It was based on like the acupressure points, the meridian points, like you mentioned, very Eastern medicine.
0: So it's a nice entryway for her because it was already stuff that she believes in. And now it's just, all right, let me just kind of push you a little bit into this realm. Yes. And for me,
1: it was new because I was, you know, more, I guess, because I grew up here in the U.S. and my mom grew up in Singapore, so I could get why she was very like Western medicine doesn't work. Like, Mm -hmm. which I know is like, you know, but she tried it and I think she's very pro like Eastern medicine. And so for me, you know, I did it and I was very intrigued. I'm like, oh, mom, I get it. Like, I see that you are, you know, you're getting somewhere here. And so I got into it and then I started, you know, tapping for myself and my mom did it too. And so then I saw the changes, you know, because it helps for me at least it was more subconscious reprogramming right like it's just again your body is now believing the things that you are saying because you're tapping on the different points you are creating that mind-body connection and i think initially i was very just like mind only like without the body part and so Mm. working on the mindset component for example i was just lacking in like the body component of like the changes that i wanted Mm. to you know create
0: right what kind of so what is the, was there like a moment in which you just kind of found, like, all right, this actually works? You know, was there like a defining moment in there?
1: For me, it was how I started showing up in the real world. So I started being, you know, for example, the the reason why I got into tapping was because I, you know, had to deal with a lot of like verbal abuse growing up with my stepdad and it led to me not being like confident and not, not just confidence levels, but I was just so like, I was doubting myself so much that I wasn't getting like, you know, like job interviews, you could tell that I was, I didn't, I couldn't even sell myself right in job interviews. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the friendships that I had, the people that I was dating, you kind of see that I was just like going, like I just had really low standards for myself basically. Mm -hmm. And I didn't believe in myself and like my worth. And so my little aha moment was when I started seeing a shift in how I treated myself and who I allowed in my life and who, you know, like how I showed up in job interviews, how I showed up in relationships and friendships. And that led to me again, like moving across the country to Boston, for example, it just like made me feel like I could do things. And it just, it was just like a little aha moment that I was like, oh wow, like this actually works. Like doing tapping, like a few minutes every single day. You don't have to do, you know, full long tapping sessions every day. But for me, it was just like, it became more of my routine. And I started sort of reshifting how I thought about myself. And then mm-hmm. it kind of, I think it showed with, you know, with the people that I was with.
0: Mm so is it i mean you are doing a tapping Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or and also you are putting your mind into a certain kind of setting like what is going on in in the thought process while you're doing it or is it just more like just just physical
1: yeah so initially when i started my tapping rounds because you know you always have to like do a few sessions and so initially i was like okay i don't even know if it's working and so for me i felt the emotional release and i think for example, you know, initially when I got into tapping, I was doing it for, you know, my self-esteem, my confidence, my stress levels. But I think tapping really helps you bring out emotions that you didn't know were there. So I didn't know that I had stored emotions from my past about like my upbringing and like feelings of like resenting. For example, like my mom, for example, you know, I had some resentment because, you know, we moved to LA and from Singapore and I didn't have a say in it, stuff like that. And I think just tapping on those things helped me realize the real like root cause of why I was feeling a certain way about myself and how I was interacting with other people and then I think just me coming up with those new emotions helped me release them which was helpful because I was like wow I didn't even know that I was you know feeling a certain way about this I thought I was tapping because I was feeling you know like I was feeling doubtful about myself and so forth so I think just like the tapping component even if you're not saying the words just tapping and focusing on what you want to focus on um just helps you kind of Tap out the feelings that you're feeling.
0: Mm. Now, are there moments in which you are tapping and you just become very emotional? Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I um, tapping tends to like bring out a lot out of you energetically. So for me, like I think it was a moment where I just started crying. I'm not. I wasn't even sure why I was crying, and I think just like realizing that I was tapping on like so much that was built up inside. And the same goes for my mom. I think my mom definitely carries a lot more than I do, and she was just crying. And so tapping tends to be emotional because you, again, like you find out things that you didn't even know were there or like things that you thought you were fine. You know, like for example, like some people might feel like, oh, I moved on from that. Like I'm no longer upset about it. Mm-hmm. But if you're tapping on certain things, it could remind you like, hey, you didn't actually process the emotion. So it really helps you sort of process how you're feeling, I mm-hmm. want to say. And just like the emotional processing, I think sometimes we tend to pent up a lot of emotions and store them away. I think you know we're not really all great or knowledgeable at processing a lot of things of and so that allows you to just like pause and be like let's yeah. process
0: and i would add that yeah that kind of processing happens in the physical body too yes. the physical body will recognize the emotional trauma that you had gone yes. through yeah. for your whole life even yeah. as a child you know up until now
1: yeah
0: the stress that you carry the tightness that you carry mm-hmm. there are ways that we connect that all the way back to some of the emotional things that we're trying to hide away yes but we have to deal with it somehow Yes. whether it is directly or indirectly it just shows up in ways that we don't expect yep and i i find this to be true for some of the clients that i we we (laughs) see that when there is a shift in the mental there was also a shift in the physical yes at the same time did you find that
1: i i definitely feel like there's like the mind body connection is so real which is why i feel like you can't really do one without the other and so I love that, like, you need to, like, connect the two and have that connection. So, like, you know, when, when my mom was doing tapping, for example, she thought she had a lot of, like, physical, you know, felt physical pain. Mm. And, of course, there is some felt pain, but I think a lot of it was more emotional. The, you know, like we mentioned, like, the emotions could show up as pain in our body. And so when she was tapping, she was able to release a lot of that and kind of, you know, lessen the, the, the pain that she was feeling, the felt pain. Oh,
0: so she physically felt yes, less her, pain. Yes, my mom was more
1: physical, yeah, because she had, you know, migraines all the time. She had back pain and do- she went to doctors and no one could figure out why. Like she went through x-rays and all of that. And we were trying to figure out like, okay, like to me, I'm like, okay, what is wrong? Like, mom, are you like just faking this? Like, what are you sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? And so it turns out that she just had emotions. Like, I think they would just like extort stress and tightness, like you mentioned, it was in her body. And you can't really see it from like, you know, a medical kind of, kind of view, but I think just like doing things like that help her release the tightness and the stored emotions that were, are like literally stored in her body.
0: That's awesome because yeah. I th- my mom, I think, uh, suffered from a chronic pain issue in a similar way. Yeah. Back pain, migraine, mean, just a lot. She's still, she's still dealing with some health issues. Okay, yeah. But uh, as a physical therapist trying to help her, we were looking, I was looking at it from a very physical standpoint right. in the beginning, and it just fell flat. Like yeah. everything we did never really worked. Yes. Things didn't really make sense. Yeah. And then some days we got into talking and we talked about, like, what was work like? You know, what was it like raising me as a a child? And she mentioned how she was working in a factory and she didn't know a word of English and she would get yelled at to work faster. And there's this, you know, I can't imagine having such negative energy directed at you and you can't talk back. I know, yeah. Because of the language and because of the power displacement. Yeah. And she had to carry that for years. Yeah. And would, now it doesn't surprise me that someone right. like that would develop such a chronic level of pain and discomfort yep. and disease and illness and such. I like that. So, yeah.
1: Everything. I feel like the lifestyle component. Like we learned mm-hmm. that, and you know, me having my like public health background, we look at social determinants of health. So we have to look. You can't just like you know if a patient comes in here and like, hey, I'm not feeling great you have to like really address the lifestyle as a whole because every component affects that person's health it's not just like okay well stop smoking you know it's very like why are you smoking how you know all of that components kind of thing Mm -hmm. so i like that you mentioned like looking at the lifestyle because i feel like everything like affects how you are not just like in that moment but like your upbringing who you're with how you know where you work Mm -hmm. who you're interacting with all of those components of like where you live all of that
0: yeah well in western medicine they're really looking at just the physical yeah and they're not really taking into consideration that connection that it has to the rest of the life that we live yeah so the person is kind of taken out and we're just looking at just the physical body yeah and i find that never really worked well for most people especially if you have any kind of chronic issue that you've been dealing with for years yeah so love to hear about that um but I do want to talk a little bit more about just you leading classes now. Because yes. you were doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you started leading classes yes. in which you're facilitating these EFT moments for other people. Yeah. What was that like? How did that start?
1: Yeah, so I got into that, I want to say, like a couple years ago. Because I saw a change for myself. And so I was like, okay, like, I, I love what he's doing. Because, you know, I was doing it my mom and then eventually my sister. And then so I started just, like. Thank you. I started, <laughs> I started just you know, sharing it with people and I think it became like, a natural thing to be like, I love tapping, like, I want you know everyone to try it. I just feel like it's so simple yet so powerful and I love that it's like, accessible because you know, anyone could do it anywhere. You're tapping on the points and you could feel some sort of relief in that moment. And so I started sharing it with people. I didn't really know like, I could even like, lead classes or anything. I was just kind of like, I love it, like, let's share. Like, I would just share it just as a conversational starter kind of thing and so how I got into it was I looked up um, some like certification that way I could actually you know understand it more understand the science of it and so I you know got my certification I did you know continue what I was doing because I think I just basically was doing the same thing but just had more of a foundation to share and so how I led was I originally started as a virtual space you know 2020 that was like a virtual time and oh my god throwback but now you know i'm doing it more in person and that was a different experience for me because you know being like the facilitator i know like oh i have to i'm holding space for others now like it's, it was very interesting and so i kind of like accidentally got into it i want to say mm-hmm. from like talking about it so much that i was like oh let me just share it and so now like in the boston space or like greater boston area i would just you know start hosting um like events and workshops and i think my first like in-person one was just me opening an event for like business owners, like women business owners in Boston. And I just like, you know how people start an event with like guided meditations. So like they wanted to do a little spin on it. And so I did a tapping session for that. Um, Just tapping in, like, you know, being a woman business owner, for example, it comes with a lot of doubts. And when it's tapping, you know, all the abundance and affirmations and just the confidence levels and releasing doubts and fears about being business owners. And so that just kind of like led to all the things that I started doing because I, you know, honestly the way i got that was i just asked like hey can i lead a tapping session and the person Mm -hmm. was like yeah sure and i was like oh we're doing it like it was very
0: that that's that's how we're doing it yeah (laughs)
1: yeah 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 basically yeah i think it's just like we're
0: we're bringing it here yes
1: and i think like tapping led to me like just asking for things i'm like the worst thing that happened is that they say no and that's fine like i'm just gonna start asking so now i just start in the habit of like hey like i would love to do this for you and Mm -hmm. all of that it almost feels
0: like he's like you gone to tapping to boost your self confidence, and yes. through that you went to facilitating, yes. and through facilitating you have to be a little more confident to yes. approach people. Yes. So it's almost like it became almost like a very real vehicle in yes. itself, as well as something that's a little bit deeper down that yes. you grab onto. Yes, yeah, I love it. It just yeah. you just kind of like you have different layers.
1: Yes. Of yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's So layer, wow. Yeah.
0: yeah. And how many people do you normally see in like a given class?
1: Um it depends. So, you know, I've done large groups, but I think for those is more of a me leading it, but there's no room for like conversation and all of okay, that. Okay, so
0: you there is conversation. There is like it's like a collaborative. Collaborative, of yeah. If it's like a
1: smaller group, right. I'll make it collaborative. So that right. would be like maybe ten to 12 people just to like have that, you know, like, hey, like, what are we all feeling? I like to like gauge the room and ask people like what they're feeling today, how they're feeling and what they wanna release. That way it's a it's a group feeling and I'm not just like saying words that don't make sense to people. Cause I also wanna get the language. I think this is an important part of EFT is that like, um, you know, if I'm tapping and I'm saying like big, fancy words or whatever that no one is using or no one's ever said in their life, the tapping wouldn't really work because it has to be like the language that your brain is used to. So what I love about having those intimate groups is like, let me let me like jot down a few words that you all are feeling, how are you feeling, and I get to hear the language that people are using. Like if, for example, if I'm using the word abundance and no one has ever said that in their life, it wouldn't really resonate with their brain. I like, 100% okay.
0: agree with that because yeah. I have been in... Not therapy, but in group sessions in yeah. which they're saying these things. I'm like, I have never used that word. Yes. I, I don't, I barely know what it means. Right. And I can't internalize. Yes, w- the
1: internalization, yeah.
0: Of what's actually happening. And yeah. language is so important. Even with people dealing with pain, people come see us for physical therapy. Right. It's like, they say something like, well, I know I'm going to have to live with this for the rest of my life. Or, mm. well, I got like this bone-on-bone situation going on. Yeah. Or, I got this... an MRI of an 80 year old and these are languages that we tell other people but also we tell ourselves yeah and when we tell and what we tell ourselves are so important because I can manifest itself into like almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy so I love that you mentioned that language is important and we should be careful about how we say things or say things that people actually will resonate with
1: yes Yes, I agree, and that's yeah. why I love the intimate groups, you know, because then I get to hear what people are using, what words make sense to them, like what we want to work on as a group, and so I like that, you know, the intimate groups because that way it's more of a collaborative effort here. Yeah. Um, but the large groups are fine too, but it's just harder to gauge like what people are using, so I would use just more general language, and it's a great starter. But I think yeah. the intimate groups is when people could feel the like transformation, and it's very effective.
0: Yeah. What were some like? I guess case studies or examples where you're in like a group setting and someone in the group have just this profound effect was do you see that i
1: i saw that recently and it was a collaboration i did with like a pilates um studio Mm -hmm. and it was a very intimate group with five people and i loved it because it was i didn't i didn't really know how it would be i'm like it was five people it's pretty small but when i went and showed up and i did the whole you know i started off with the journaling session that way people could process how they're feeling and then they shared and then when i was tapping i did a few rounds and it was great but then when i got to the fourth round and i was like okay everyone just like really focus on the problem that you want to you know when you, what you want to get get rid of and then i just see people crying and i was like oh people are act, like all five of them were all in tears and so it was like an actual physical shift for them. And they were like, I didn't even know I was feeling this much stress or this much emotions about like what we're talking about. And so I, when I saw that they were crying, I made space for them obviously. And then I think for the next round, I said no words. I was like, let's just tap. And so that was like a really great moment. Cause you know, I was leading them through the tapping session and it was like, everyone got to focus and close their eyes and just focus on what they want to release. I think that was such a a emotional moment for them to just like focus in on how they're really feeling not having to focus on saying the words sometimes and they were just able to just release and so i think that was like a moment i saw i'm like wow like everyone here is crying and like it was just like oh like what do i do now because i'm like oh my god people are crying but it was a good thing to just like release
0: it's a good thing it's kind of almost maybe what you want yeah (laughs) in this session it's for people to have this ability to just let that shit out. Yeah. You know, seriously. people just holding it all in, and yeah. let that release. I'm sure yeah. that is. I'm sure that was a fantastic experience for. It was like I will never class. forget it. I'm
1: like I still like talk about it to this day because I'm like I that was like probably the most like powerful, impactful, like group that I had as far as like the vibes and like seeing mm-hmm. the shift. Yeah. And so that that was very it was life changing for me. Actually, I was like, wow, I'm gonna write about this and like remember this forever.
0: Absolutely, yeah. and. Yeah, I think there's something special that happens when you have a group of people, whether it's big or small, and they come together and they yeah. share a similar intention for something. Yes. And at like a more superficial level, it's like going to a concert Yeah. and listen to your favorite music. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the crowd of everyone who are fans of this person, yeah. and you guys are on the same energy wavelength because you guys like are that. just feeling the yes. same feeling. Yeah like how this beat just resonates in That's the body true. and the way you beat. Uh, I love live music yeah. for that reason. I love music because ma- music makes you f- feel.
1: Yeah, music does make you feel. Oh yeah. my God. That's a good analogy about like, the concert stuff because I feel like when I went to... Like back in the day, like you know, like EDM type of concerts.
0: I'm still going to those. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still. I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still up in there. I was at a show on the Halloween. Oh
1: my god. Okay, because I was like, oh, I did that, you know. But I feel like people were like, oh, oh no, you did I that. Was, no, okay. I, I could see you doing it. Actually. I was
0: very much in the scene, mm. like very close in the scene. Went to festivals. We oh my god, I went mean, to
1: festivals. Yeah, like in Vegas, like you know, mm-hmm. EDC and stuff. We, and like we
0: camped <laughs> out Bonnaroo. Did like oh my god, good Bonnaroo's. times. Yeah. Okay,
1: yeah, good times. And like you know how people actually feel it. And you're like trading like bracelets or whatever. Um, And it was just like a cute community like It's community, it's
0: connection. I think it's all part of being human. Humans thrive by being with other humans. Yes. And there was this one thing I did. Uh, You know what Wim Hof is? No. Okay, so Wim Hof won't go into a whole tangent here, but he made, he had this breathing technique. Mm -hmm. I was over in California for the first time and I was uh, with my roommate uh, turn, Turner, shout out to Justin, if you're watching this, <laughs> and I will never forget this because uh, it was a Sunday, and he goes, hey, you want to come over, and we're going to breathe, and we're going to do like a cold plunge. I was like, man, it cold sounds... Cold
1: plunge? Oh my God, I love that. Okay. I'm
0: like, that sounds about the most California thing I can <laughs> think of. So I went over there. We are in this random guy's place, and we were all lying down, a bunch of us, and there's an instructor, and he's leading us through breathing, and we're doing things like... <sighs> just sinking the breath. Yeah. And something about sinking the breath. At some point, it feels like I'm not breathing. It's just doing it on his own. It's automatic. Right. And then we all did it. And then by the time we're done, we look at each other and we're all smiley. No. You know? And then we all went into the cold plunge. And what was fascinating for me is that all the people who had done the breathing they go into the cold and they're not feeling the cold the same way oh wow they're much more resistance like when I was in there I was in my hands together and I was in that cold water it was three minutes and I swear I could go on for much longer wow. but I got out of respect for the people that need right. to get in right <laughs> right but yeah just that was probably my my most powerful like group experience yeah besides music
1: yeah you know? wow that sounds to me I know I want to do that
0: yeah i um, gotta go to california um, yo no we're gonna try to bring some people here right. yeah. Yeah. not not the cold point but yeah. maybe maybe the, the breathing stuff yeah
1: yeah yeah i love breath work too i do um i know a few people who like actually lead the breathwork sessions in boston so i like go to those oh. events yeah
0: well we thank you we get. for
1: the next one I'll, I'll be there too
0: i want them sitting right here <laughs> yeah. and we'll we'll just we won't even yeah. talk we'll just breathe we
1: honestly yeah yeah i love it yeah
0: all right very good Great. so um Thursday. Yep. November 16th. November 16th. <laughs> I'm so bad with dates. November 16th, 630 at Physio X. Shazi will be here. She'll be leading a tapping class. I would love everyone to join, but you do have to sign up in advance because there is a limited amount of spots. Okay. Don't miss it. And uh, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, have, I, I love the tea. tea. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's really great tea.
0: All right. Catch you in the next one.